I'm Andrew. That's Rebecca. That's Stacy. And this is Used to Be Cool, the music podcast for people who like discovering new music, talking about old favorites, and sharing songs with the people we love. You guys, I love this episode already. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> Why, what possessed you? Say what it is and then come on. Okay. Uh, and then this week is 1979. That's it. That was the only parameters. Defend yourself. <laughs> so when we were doing the punk episode, I noticed that a shit ton of the music that I liked obviously was in the 70s, but late 70s specifically, like 78, 79, like albums kept coming up in that time period. And I just thought it would be really fun to see what else came out at that time period. And I fucking loved it. Yeah. And so we were picking and Rebecca said, 1979. Those are the parameters. That is the parameter. And go. And then we went to look. And (laughs) so much shit came out. Yeah. Like a lot. It was a whole year. I mean... I mean, I liked this challenge. I feel like we'll have to do it again. Mm-hmm. But I think some years will be easier than others. Agreed. I was not expecting this year to be as hard mm-hmm. as it was. But then, like, I got into iTunes and made myself a smart playlist that just like it kept pulled. going and going. And yeah. Going. And so, you know, they were banned. Like the Cars, Elvis mm-hmm. Costello. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so much stuff came out. Yes. So we nominated to do this one now. So Rebecca has to go first. And, um, <laughs> and I cheated because I have two oh, songs. Bullshit. Did you have a song in your pocket when you picked this? I did not. Okay, good. I did not. But I have two songs. They're both very short. And the sum total of them together is the timing I mean, of one song. is this allowable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll like it. Okay. Promise. Right. Right. Promise. making up the rules. All right. <laughs> I'm a rule breaker. So here we go. Um, I straight up made a 1979 faves list and just wanted to pick off of that because there's just so much, like you mentioned. Um, my first one, Elvis Costello, called Senior Services. Senior service, you heard a satisfaction. 
So do we want to talk about that one, or do you want to bang out your your second song first and think? then talk? It's, you're you're the it's one who knows show, what girl. it is. Okay, the next one is a minute <laughs> total. It's by Devo, and it's Timing X. skip button (laughs) (laughs) i fucking love both songs so much so let's talk about that one first because you should have fucking picked that one for the odd time signature song (laughs) wait is that really awesome yeah it was in five four dude i don't hear it yeah so switching back and forth between five four and four four i love it which is why it's called timing x (laughs) oh it's in the name even how embarrassing for you so um Totally fun, picks. and the the drummer for Devo is outstanding. Like outstanding. his his ability to to keep tempo. Like if you listen to their cover of um, um, "Can't Agent Get Man. No Satisfaction," <laughs> um, like it's one of the most like perfect drum executions that's ever been done. It's incredible. Ooh, now I'm gonna have oh. to listen to that. Now I'm caught. Okay, so obviously my like real real song was not your Costello. not your prank song. Well, it's not a prank song because I still <laughs> fucking love it. Yeah. Um, and I love Devo, and I think that they do the weirdest shit and that just like perfectly fit on their MO. Um, so yeah. what do you think of the Elvis? Costello so song? Elvis Costello is this character in my life that has never been like in my main rotation of music, but he like, he intersects at a lot of different places for me and I don't not like him. I just have never mm-hmm. focused a lot on him. I loved that mm-hmm. because I think it is, um, it's joyful in a way that is not syrupy and saccharine and like mm-hmm. sweet. I really liked it. It's very fun without being like hit you in the face with it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's Elvis Costello's whole thing. So yeah. you should maybe go revisit. That's Agreed. on Armed Forces, which yes. is my second favorite Elvis Costello it album is, after this the year's whole model. album is so good. Um, and my first pick mm-hmm. for this, the one that I kept going back and forth mm-hmm. was from that. Was it um, green shirts? Because that was my second pick. No, it was uh, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding mm. was gonna be my my pick. But I, I'm glad that I went a different route because yeah. you went you went with uh, Elvis. I think he's among the most underrated 
musicians um, and bands. Like mm-hmm. he's not in the same conversations that, you know, the Led Zeppelins and the Beatles mm-hmm. and U2s are, but mm-hmm. like he should be. And I think it's just people don't, not enough people know him. I think a lot of m- people that are in the music know him. Sure. Um, Cause he's highly talented. Um, but I was definitely surprised. Like I, shared specifically my 79 playlist with my mom yeah um just to see like what uh, what of what i liked did she also like um and she had never heard the the two elvis costello songs that i put on that mix um and i was surprised by that because she actually (laughs) likes his music i was like that's interesting yeah um but to her discredit, she really <laughs> likes the Zeppelin album that came out in 79, which is arguably their worst album. Which one is that one? Physical it's, Graffiti? <laughs> Coda? I don't know what it's called, but it's so bad. Oh. It's so bad. Mm. Here, I'll tell you. I'll look it up while you, Stacy. Okay. Well, speaking of Elvis Costello, I have an interesting Elvis Costello mm. intersection. Okay, go ahead. In Through the Outdoor. Oh, okay. I don't know. Terrible. Yeah. Um, So my bit of intersection is that Elvis Costello produced the album that I picked (laughs) this song from. (laughs) That's awesome. I think I I I know where this is going. (laughs) So I picked where I'd like to hear what you think. I was going to say the Pogues. Oh, no. Rum Sodomy and the Lash. He produced that one. No, I don't care for the Pogues. I'll be honest. Um, I picked The Specials. Nice. Their debut album, The Specials. <laughs> nice. Came out in 1979, and Elvis Costello produced. Awesome. I thought you were going to stop at 1970. I was like, girlfriend, you no, missed the point. Yeah. No, the assignment is 1979. I got it, man. <laughs> she I got knows it. what's up. Thank you. Um, so I was talking, actually, with Becca about this earlier this week, I turned my picks in very late because I got really hung up on this particular one. I didn't, I love this album mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to pick off of it. And I know I've shared this song with both of you, but it's my very, very favorite song on this album. So mm-hmm. I am, I just picked that. Um, so this is Little Bitch by The Specials. One, two. <laughs>
much fun mm-hmm. um i i really like the way that they start off with what feels like almost a sample of brown sugar by the rolling stones yeah and then like immediately subvert it with that <laughs> you know the one two that's hilarious every time it comes in but then like they change the like feeling of the song completely i was gonna ask you though is that a sample because it sounds like it's been sampled yeah from something or I mean, it's 100 percent that, that riff I mean, it is, right? Yeah. Like, I wonder if they had to give credit to. I don't know. I don't know that. It I, sounds actually, so similar. I, I don't know if that's a sample. I do know that the album that came off of is a, a mix of, like, original songs mm-hmm. and, like, Jamaican mm-hmm. covers. Right. Um, that is an original song of theirs. So, I yeah, I don't know if that's got a sample in it. Well, sampling at that time was not what it is now, where mm-hmm. you have to, like, you know, you had songs... Like that would just steal riffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fucking Rolling Stones made their entire career off of doing that. Like, Ooh, from controversial. Black <laughs> from black musicians though. Like yeah. they and the Beatles too. And Led Zeppelin <laughs> just like straight up stole black American <laughs> art, turned it into a version of their own thing, and then yeah. So like they don't really have any play like a leg to stand on if they were going to complain. But um, it yeah, was good. it's just so much fun. That was fun. I didn't know it came out that early. It do- it feels. It surprises me that 79 is when that came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I, I it feels kind of 90s, like a 90s ska. My strongest, like, my probably my first memory of the song, it's very prominent, prominently featured in 16 Candles, mm. oh. which came out in 1982 or 84 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the prom scenes there, dancing very hilariously to this mm-hmm. song. But it, you know, takes a while for the music to get... Over into a John Hughes film. It also seems like it would have fit really well in the gross point blank soundtrack. Oh, um, yeah. Absolutely. Which has a lot of clash yeah. and like late 70s, early 80s stuff that comes along with that as well. Um, and that's what most of my... I'm cribbing your idea a little bit to take the uh, Make the Genius playlist to kind of get to your pick. And my whole list was like, I'm the specials, the clash and mm-hmm. Van Halen. And mm-hmm. I was just like... What? What? (laughs) (laughs) I I also appreciate that you're really sticking true to your like white boy British band, Mm. rock band bit. Everything you just mentioned is maybe not British, Van Halen, but I'm aimed to play rock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, So Costello was high on my list. Amazing. The what Clash else? that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cars put out Candy O in mm-hmm. 1979, oh, I which cars. I love the Cars. Super Tramp also put out a good um, album. I'm not a huge fan of oh Super Tramp. God, what the fuck? I think they're kind of bland. Ooh, <laughs> shot fired. So, um, maybe that'll be the deep dive where you make me oh, listen no, to I, ooh, I don't, force feed. Yeah, a no, force no, no. feed. But if like, I'm going to force feed y'all shit, it's definitely not going to be Super Tramp. Yeah. 
Well, I mentioned in a previous episode that I like the Goo Goo Dolls, which have the crossover. They covered like one of the shittiest songs ever, which is that Give a Little Bit, um, <laughs> which is Super Tramp. It's just... So anyway, unrelated. So it was very hard to pick. But I picked one that I discovered. I didn't discover. I read about. Um, I got, when I first started collecting albums, Rolling Stone, our senior, uh, Rebecca and my senior year of high school put out a list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. And I, I actually like, remember that had that. And I am about 30 short from owning all of them. Shut um, up. Yeah. Damn. Um, not all on vinyl, but like between CD and, mm-hmm. and record. And then those bastards updated the list like twice. <laughs> so I'm still going off of the original list from 2003. Constitutional. Yeah. Well, I mean like <laughs> I, I would never catch up because it's taken me this long. It's been 20 years and I still haven't got them all. And then they changed the list and like half fell off and half. Were oh, you're like added. half a fist shake away from being like you kids. No, no, no. Like I appreciate, I appreciate that they update the list and mm-hmm. they added a lot of really good things. Sure and they you moved, do. Um, they moved what's going on by um, uh, Marvin Gaye into the number one slot, which I think is totally worthwhile. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it it uh, dethroned um, Sergeant Pepper's, which I feel like that's a fair a fair move. Yeah. Anyway. I just couldn't keep up with buying a, a list that takes 10 years to put together or 20 years to put together if they update it every 10 years. But that's a long story to go into how I discovered this band, which is um, Graham Parker and the Rumor. Mm. This record, Squeezing Out Sparks, was number 335 on that list, although I think it should be higher. Um, and this is Nobody Hurts You. <laughs>
I really liked that. I think that Andrew is not going to like what I have to say about it. <laughs> Does it sound no. like Elvis Costello to you? Because it sounds no. like Elvis Costello to me. Yeah, that's no. one of the things that surprised me about it when I first heard it. was yeah. like, this sounds a lot like Elvis Costello. It no, it's worse. No, go. <laughs> Dad um, We are friends, and I care about you. And I'm being <laughs> honest about my... my uh, my take on this man this must be fucking brutal because <laughs> yeah, like normally if it's like kind of mean you'll just come out right i know and say you have it. to say it i like i'm like literally yeah. clenching my ass right now <laughs> it's giving me a lot of billy joe ah, i had the same thought i literally had the same thought i was like this is elvis <laughs> costello mixed with billy joel and you hate billy joel i do hate billy joel i agree um, thank you okay Sorry. the first thing that i like um, kind of attached to was you might be right and that's the only thing that I could think about the rest of the whole song <laughs> was thinking about how much I thought it sounded like that era of Billy Joel and how I I didn't want to talk to you about how I could connect that to Billy Joel. So what, <laughs> that's all I heard. What, at what point did I don't know my Billy Joel timeline very well because I think his music sucks but like at what point did that was that like uptown girl era later Ooh, hold, where hold he please. like stole the graham parker sound because he could sell it <laughs> oh, guys this very practically could have been featured on this episode that was a 1980 jam from okay Joel. yeah he straight up stole it <laughs> damn yeah i, I i'm calling agree. you out. i really dislike billy joel billy joel billy joel get down here and answer for yourself yeah not a fan of billy joel either i mean i have no skin in the game i have like he was very big in 80s like he was a big yeah, summer time song in the 80s kind of mm-hmm. guy a yeah. mm-hmm. lot a heavy rotation on mtv and stuff like that but other than that i don't have any i mean i have no feels about billy joel one way or the other gotcha mm. well not strong ones yeah like our friend andrew does <laughs> i yeah i'm okay i i i can hear that i can hear it um it's very big of you <laughs> I'm surprised can, that that made it to a top list. Like, I'm interested to hear what else is on their album because to me, that really didn't sound like something specifically new or interesting. It sounded like other people's style mixed Like, it in. could have okay. been Billy Joel or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I really heard Elvis Costello more than Billy Joel. Yeah, it does have a. It definitely has an the Elvis way he Costello phrases feel. his words, yeah. which is like so unique. And he's he's British also, so mm-hmm. like that's going for him. Um, the Village Voice in mm-hmm. New York in 1979 voted "Squeezing Out Sparks" this record, the mm-hmm. album of the year. Damn. Um, and then like he was making a pivot. He was working to like strip down his sound. I read um, from his previous albums that were more um, river rhythm and blues influenced, um, and he had like a whole brass group that like played with him normally um but that he didn't include on this album but they turned out okay because that same group of people that were the rumor brass went off and played on this little album called london calling oh um, i've heard of that all, no way all four of the like brass players that played with graham parker went and were the brass band that's on london good moves calling. good moves brass um, players so yeah it's um it this song is one of the ones that um, doesn't have a link on Wikipedia. Several of the other ones do. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't one of the singles. But I really love the guitar riff in it, and mm-hmm. like that kind of bit where it drops down quiet, and it's just kind of the like palm muted guitar sound, and then the drums. Um, so yeah, I really. Um, it's a good album, top mm-hmm. to bottom. I would highly recommend it. 
I want to know what else was on y'all's list because I, this was, this was a hard one. And I have a recommendation for you, actually. Oh. Have you ever? Lay it on me, sister. <laughs> Let's do it. Have you ever heard of, and excuse me if they're incredibly famous, The Undertones? No. Okay. They put out an album uh, in 79, obviously. And to me, they sound so much like the vaccines. Like, the vaccines literally took... The vaccines sound like them. Okay. Yeah. Their exact sound and just, like, made it... <laughs> Later. Oh, I love it. Great. So good. You got to check it out. And then also... Send me it. I will. And um, have you guys ever listened to Susie and the Banshees? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. Sweet. She was also on my list. Who else was on your list? Uh, I mean, I essentially was looking at that whole album from the specials, and that was like mm-hmm. my whole running list for a while. Got it. Because it's such a fucking great album. Um, I went back and forth between that and The Clash, basically. And for a while, I was looking at a little bit of Blondie, too. Mm. Mm. I didn't even see that she had an album in 79. Yeah, uh, Parallel Lines came out in 79. That was uh, with uh, Heart of Glass and Mm -hmm. um, Hanging on the Line. Yeah, Heart of Glass is what I was in my kind of... I almost did uh, Rock Lobster (laughs) from the Uh B-52s. So good. I didn't know that they made good music no they're great Until i saw them yeah. doing this research i ah. i literally did not know i thought that they were just like yeah, parent, novelty parent music something. yeah no, no like, we saw I them one of at their acl songs. one year they were very very mm-hmm. good. so good um i think planet claire is on that album as well mm-hmm. which is very good my um, my favorite was actually uh, oops while you're pulling that up yeah. i was i was looking clash as well i was gonna go lost oh. in the supermarket from, oh, okay um, from london calling um, or Candio from mm-hmm. Candio would have been what would have been one of mine as well. And then my Elvis Costello pick was what's so funny about peace, love and understanding, mm-hmm. which is we already talked about. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the B 52 song that I also liked was 52 girls. Okay. It's pretty good. And then, um, XTC ecstasy. Yeah. Oh, is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Oh, oops. It's just the letters. Uh, day in, day out. I really like that. Song. Nice. So much. You should we dig should more just put a whole like playlist up for this one. Show uh, people some music. Yeah. Do it. Alternate picks. Alternate picks. B sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, this was fun. It was fun. Yeah, surprisingly, because it seemed like such a fucking wide open, <laughs> hard thing. I look forward to the next random year that you choose for us to select from. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, oh, quick question. Mm-hmm. How? Um, I don't even know how to phrase this question because you're all too <laughs> youngs. How not old were you in 1979? I, I was negative six. Mm, yeah, Jesus, same. my God. Okay. Same. But my favorite person was born in this year. Yeah, my, my wife was one, no, zero that year. Yeah, it was, she was born this year. Okay, I was <laughs> three, so. Well. <laughs> What's your favorite memory from that year, then? <laughs> uh, I think I may have had the chicken pox that year. Ooh. <laughs> Congratulations. Nice. Did your mom send you down the street to go get it from the neighbor kids like my mom did? Sounds itchy. No, that's that's illuminating. That's, that's illuminating. That's oh. a new thing. Well, now they have a vaccine for it. Yeah, they don't even want you to catch it anymore. I'm just going to get shingles later. Yeah, me too. And with that. Yeah. <laughs> shingles suck. Yeah. <laughs> Another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, utbc.podcast. And don't sue us because we just want people to listen to your music. Bye. See Bye. you next week. Bye.